0: Welcome to Money and the Market. I'm Hongbin Jung. Uncertainty remains the dominant theme for professional fund selectors in 2024 with escalating global tensions, low expectations for economic growth and a higher interest rate environment weighing on sentiment. Now that's according to Nactus's investment manager's latest fund selector outlook survey. So how are fund selectors mitigating through this highly complex market environment? Could we expect stock market volatility to be even? Greater this year? Which sectors do they see opportunities for the year ahead? Well, joining me on the phone to tell us more is Dave Goodsell, who is Executive Director of NACTIS Center for Investor Insight. Dave, welcome to the show.
1: Great to be here.
0: Okay, so Dave, you know, with so much uncertainty in markets continuing into 2024, what are some of the top concerns for professional fund selectors?
1: Well, you know, when we surveyed uh, fund selectors at some of the largest wealth management houses in the world, they told us this year recession is their biggest concern. But right behind that is the idea that uh, recession is, they think it's inevitable. Half Mm -hmm. of them think that, and most of them think it's going to be painful. But we also see other challenges ahead of them. Almost as much as recession, they're worried about war and terrorism, the potential for kind of a unexpected event to disrupt markets and disrupt the economy. Mm -hmm. And then the other part they're worried about is with inflation beginning to ease around the world, 36 percent of those we surveyed are worried that central banks could make an error as they start to cut rates and the timing could be off.
0: Mm, okay. So does that mean such a highly complex market environment is, you know, leading to a drop in long-term return assumptions or more fund selectors, you know, looking for short-term investment opportunities then?
1: Well, I think the biggest effect was on return expectations we saw. It wasn't dramatic, but it was significant. Mm-hmm. And what we think is the drop in return expectations or return assumptions that they have really suggests two things. Uncertainty about the market is certainly extending beyond the next 12 months. But I also think recession may be fueling some of these concerns, along with those concerns over um, higher interest rates. Remember, it's been a decade in which rates have been, have been unnaturally low. Mm. As they go up, we have to remember that those low rates help drive big returns around the world. Now, with rates going up, they may be considering, what does that mean for my equity returns going forward?
0: Okay, okay. Well, given this, could we then expect stock market volatility to be even greater this year?
1: Well, you know, the fund selectors we spoke to certainly think so. Mm. 65% of those we spoke to worldwide are projecting that stocks will be more volatile in 2024. Here's the thing. They don't think it will be as bad as things were in 2024. They are seeing opportunity in the volatility. Does it mean that the difference of returns will be greater between different stocks? And what they're telling us, too, is it may be harder to pick the winners. And that's why 75 percent of them that we surveyed say active investments, active management will be essential to finding alpha in 2024.
0: Earlier, you, we did discuss this. You did mention that recession is one of the top concerns this year. And I mean, it was a top concern last year, but is it, is it greater this year or a bit less?
1: Well, it's interesting. We, we see a significant number who are worried about recession. Mm-hmm. And we've been seeing that for a number of years. Like this is this idea that growth is going to slow. We went through the pandemic. We had growth continue. We came out of the pandemic. Growth continued. At some point, they're assuming it's going to slow down and it will have an impact. Mm-hmm. The thing we did see this year that's really different to us, the number of fund selectors who say they don't expect recession actually doubled. Okay. So we went from about 14% last year to about 36% this year, saying they don't think recession is going to happen. It's a very hard market to read.
0: (laughs) Markets are always hard to read, I feel. But, Dave, you know, are recession fears then still weighing on emerging markets sentiment as well?
1: Well, it's interesting. We spoke to fund selectors in Asia, for example, and they thought, about half of them thought that recession was inevitable. Mm. But they're worried about the potential economic threats posed by war and terrorism, let's say 55%, and China slowing down, 42%. Uh, When you look at the global group, they're most concerned about the impact of slowing global growth on emerging markets, Mm. decreasing demand.
0: Okay. Then will there be investment opportunities in emerging markets then? Where do fund selectors see the best opportunities?
1: Well, it's interesting. Despite those challenges we just talked about, They're not giving up on um, emerging market investments. In fact, geographically, they think Asia ex China uh, will be the best opportunity across all emerging markets. And that uh, that says a lot to how they're feeling about the impact of China on that. And in fact, China ranks last on their list of opportunities. Um, And that's probably because about 64% think that the malaise that they've had in the economy over recent years is going to continue this year as well. And the other thing we found interesting was that some may be looking at investing in emerging markets as a value play. And about 35% think that cheaper asset valuations are really a key consideration for investment in these regions.
0: Okay, then speaking of the macro outlook, with interest rates looking to remain higher for longer as well, how are fund selectors allocating their assets? Um, Are bonds a top pick for them?
1: Yes. Uh, We think it's interesting to note that about 62% of the fund selectors we spoke to around the world uh, are looking for long-duration bonds Mm to outperform short. And 37% of the selectors we spoke to in Asia are already telling us they've extended their portfolio duration already. What we see is that they're not only looking to add quality to portfolios with government and sovereign bonds, uh, but also interested in investment-grade corporates, and even with recession concerns, they're willing to take on that interest, uh, the kind of the credit risk that comes with high-yield bonds as well. So this is really a, an interesting time for bonds that they are looking at them and seeing that they provide many of the traditional benefits that you can get from it, which is finding yield, which is um, pursuing income, and also thinking about in terms of how they fit into the portfolio. Can they be a shock absorber against equities as well?
0: Mm. Are there any assets they are, you know, a bit staying away from? Um,
1: Staying away from is a tough thing. I think they're being very selective (laughs) in what they get. But give me an example. They think that recession's inevitable. Mm. They think that volatility is going to be back with stocks. Their stock selection, and by the way, they're split right down the middle as to whether they're bullish or bearish on Mm. stocks. But what they're thinking about is most selectors have a home market bias. So if you're in North America, you're you're going to be invested in the S&P. You're going to be invested in, you know, large cap stocks in that way. If you're in Europe, it's definitely thinking about European stocks. And in Asia, we're seeing definitely an interest in Asian stocks. So to me, it's interesting that probably with this concern they have, they're going to go home to things that they feel more comfortable with and maybe feel better about the risk.
0: But, you know, even as uncertainty prevails in their macro and market outlook, fund selectors are feeling a bit more confident about the tech sector, having been, you know, a top driver of market returns throughout the pandemic and subsequent recovery. So is AI driving that outlook? Are they seeking more AI exposure?
1: Well, I'd say it's certainly one of the key factors of why they think that is going to be the best performing sector in the next year. But they have a lot of finer points around it. Think about it this way. We asked them how they felt about it, Mm. this idea of AI. Two-thirds say that AI is going to be bigger than the internet was. And I think what's interesting, two-thirds also say that the rapid development of AI is the new space race. So in that, they're finding significant opportunity. Mm -hmm. I also find it interesting that they're finding opportunity for their own investment process. And we're seeing that many of them think as investors technology will help them unlock new opportunities that they maybe didn't see before and certainly uncover some of the risks that they see out there as well. So it's for them it's it's uh, two good ways that AI is helping them in their portfolio plans.
0: Then overall then wealth managers, you know, they've been working hard to get the right balance between active and passive investments over the past decade. What seems to be the right balance for the year ahead?
1: Well, what we've seen traditionally is that Fund selectors and institutions alike tend to have this mix of about two thirds active and one third passive. Hmm. And I think it's interesting that after seeing uh, low rates environment, Creta kind of that environment that lifted all boats equally, nearly six and ten said that active investments on their platforms outperformed passive last year when rates were being raised. They think the same is going to happen the same this year. And I think it's interesting they see this two ways. You know, first. When they think about um, why they want to have uh, active investments, almost 7 in 10 say they think that the markets will favor active this year, and 75% say it's going to take active management in order to find alpha. On the flip side of that, they think that recession will show some of the inadequacies of passive investments. And in the event of recession, 53% are worried that investors who are relying only on passive are going to learn some hard lessons. They're not going to have any benefit of finding the opportunities and weeding out those risks in their portfolio.
0: Okay, I see. Well, thank you so much, Dave, for your time and your insights today. Glad to help. We've been speaking with Dave Goodsell, who is executive director of NACTIS Center for Investor Insight. I'm Hongbin Jung, and this has been Money in the Market. Stay with Money FM, eighty-nine point three.